0: This meeting of the Sunnyvale Planning Commission is called to order at 7 o'clock p.m. Before we get started, I'd like to remind commissioners of some procedural items for this meeting. During the meeting, commissioners and participants should remain muted when not speaking. If commissioners or participants have a question or comment, please use the raise hand feature. Speakers will be called upon to speak one at a time. A random order voice vote will be administered by city staff for each vote. This planning commission meeting is being conducted using utilizing teleconferencing and electronic means as allowed by government code subdivision 54953E and resolution number 1089-21, reaffirmed February 7th, 2023. Members of the public may be may provide audio public comment by connecting to the teleconference meeting online or by telephone. Use the raise hand feature to request to speak. THAT'S STAR NINE ON A TELEPHONE. AUTOMATICALLY GENERATED CAPTIONS ARE AVAILABLE TO VIEWERS ACCESSING THIS MEETING VIA ZOOM. CAPTIONS CAN BE DISPLAYED OR HIDDEN USING THE LIVE TRANSCRIPT BUTTON. TELECONFERENCE MEETING DETAILS ARE AVAILABLE ON THE PLANNING COMMISSION MEETING AGENDA. COMMENTS ON MATTERS NOT ON THE AGENDA MUST BE SUBMITTED PRIOR TO THE TIME THE CHAIR CALLS THE ITEM FOR ORAL COMMUNICATIONS. COMMENTS ON AGENDA ITEMS MUST BE SUBMITTED PRIOR TO THE TIME THE CHAIR CLOSES THE PUBLIC HEARING ON THE AGENDA ITEM. Speakers are required to keep their comments to no more than three minutes, and time limits will be enforced. Guidelines are posted on the Planning Commission meeting agenda. City staff, may we please have the roll call.
1: Commissioner Wise? Present. Chair Pine? Present. Commissioner Cerrone? Present. Commissioner Howard? Right here. Vice Chair Iglesias? Present. Commissioner Shukla? Present. We have six commissioners present and Commissioner Howe with an excused absence.
0: Thank you. this uh, yes, that brings us to oral communications. As a reminder to the public, please raise your digital hand or dial star nine on a telephone. If you wish to address the Planning Commission on a topic that is not on tonight's agenda. City staff will ask you to unmute your microphone when it is your turn to address the Planning Commission. City staff, do we have any members of the public wishing to speak under oral communications?
1: Not at this time, Chair.
0: Thank you. So that brings us to our consent calendar. Since we remain in a virtual setting, I will ask my colleagues to use the virtual raise hand feature to indicate that they wish to speak. So you staff. Do you have any members of the public wishing to speak on a consent calendar item? Not at this time. In that case, I will ask for a motion from my colleagues. Commissioner Weiss.
2: I move approval of the consent calendar.
0: Thank you. Commissioner Howard? I'll second. Thank you. Uh, City staff, please conduct a random order voice vote.
1: (coughs) Commissioner Shukla. Yes. Vice Chair Iglesias. Yes. Commissioner Howard. Yes. Commissioner Wise. Yes. Commissioner Cerrone. Yes. Chair Pine. Yes. The motion passes with six yeses and Commissioner Howe absent.
0: Thank you. And staff, what is the fate of the project that we just approved? (laughs)
3: Right,
4: sure. <laughs> um, there's a 15-day appeal period um, as soon as that expires then they can go ahead and submit for building permits
0: awesome thank you thank you and congratulations to the applicant uh commissioner weiss uh, you still have your hand up is that just left over or cool uh commissioner weiss had popped back up again <laughs> Okay so that brings us to our public hearings general business. Uh, Our first item is item 23-0148 forward a recommendation to city council to adopt a resolution to abolish the board of building code appeals introduce an ordinance to amend Sunnyvale municipal code chapter 19.39 green building regulations and various sections of title 16 buildings and construction related to the Board of Building Code Appeals and to update the title of the person charged with the administration of enforcement of specified building codes and find that these actions are exempt from the California Environmental Quality Act under CEQA Guidelines Section 15378B5. Is there a staff report?
5: Yes. Good evening, Chair and Commissioners. This is David Carnahan, the City Clerk. The Board of Building Code Appeals has decision-making authority in all appeals related to building construction, including interpretation of building codes. The state codes require that they be experienced in building construction matters. Uh, the board meets annually to select a chair and on an as-needed basis. Uh, the board has actually not met to consider an appeal in well over 20 years. Although a couple items have been appealed and meetings have been scheduled, the appeals were withdrawn prior, prior to meetings. On August 2nd, 2022, the council subcommittee on boards and commissions recommended that the city council disband the board of building code appeals pursuant to California state law and have city council take on the role of hearing appeals of the building code. The subcommittee also directed staff to consider having the planning commission hear green building regulation appeals. And then November 29th of last year, city council considered the subcommittee's recommendation and recommended as a recommendation to dissolve the board. And council directed staff to return with an ordinance and related actions to dissolve the board of building code appeals and have council serve at the local appeals board for both the building code and then the city's green building regulations. Uh, the ordinance and resolution included in the staff report would dissolve the board of building code appeals and have council serve at the local appeals board for appeals of the building code and green building regulations. Uh, appeal decisions made pursuant uh, to those uh, the code and the regulations uh, would be heard by council instead of the current process where the Board of Building Code appeals. Here's those items. Because the ordinance would make a change to Title 19, Zoning of the Municipal Code, the ordinance requires review by the Planning Commission prior to get, uh, further consideration by the council. Alternative 1, I would recommend to city council adopting a resolution and an ordinance uh, pertaining to various parts of the Municipal Code and make findings under sequa as just mentioned by the chair alternative two would be the same actions with modifications uh, directed by the commission and alternative three would be other direction provided by the planning commission uh, staff recommends alternative one this concludes the staff report and i'm ready to address questions from the commission and our chief building official suzanne park is also online uh, to address more technical building code related questions
0: thank you mr carnahan uh so, uh, since you're in a virtual setting, I will ask my colleagues to use the virtual raise hand feature to indicate that they wish to speak. Uh, do we have any questions or feedback from commissioners? Uh, seeing none, I'll actually just ask one question. Uh, am, am I correct in recalling from the council hearing that this would be the one item where council would directly appe- your appeals from Title from Title nineteen, sorry, from yeah, from Chapter nineteen of the Municipal Code, because and other appeals that arise under Chapter nineteen generally go to the Planning Commission. Am I remembering that correctly?
5: I believe that's accurate. Um, appeals of uh, building code decisions uh, under state building code. Uh, if there is a local appeals board, they hear them. And in the absence of a local appeals board. They're heard by the governing board in this case the city council
0: right I, yeah, like I,
5: other other appeals of the zoning code would go to the planning commission
0: right right like i because I, I remember the kind of discussion between title that came up between alternatives one and two at council was uh, basically that the title six was about basically how this would kind of create a small carve out in what goes under chapter 19 and where it gets appealed to i don't I SUSPECT IT DOES NOT REALLY MATTER GIVEN THAT the APPEALS UNDER 19.39 APPARENTLY BASICALLY NEVER HAPPENED BUT I JUST I'M JUST TRYING TO MAKE SURE MY MEMORY IS CORRECT THERE. Uh, VICE CHAIR.
6: THANK YOU CHAIR. Um, QUICK QUESTION uh, MR. CARNAHAN. SO WITH RESPECT TO THE RECOMMENDED ALTERNATIVE OR WITH THE ALTERNATIVES the, JUST SO I'M CLEAR THE ONLY DIFFERENCE I SEE BETWEEN ONE AND TWO is in alternative one both building and green building code appeals go to the city council whereas for alternative two it would be building code appeals go to the city council while green building um, appeals go to the planning commission is that that correct
5: i'm actually the only difference between the alternatives is that alternative two is the same as one but with any uh, modified changes that the commission comes up with
6: okay so maybe i'm
5: let me sorry let me pull up the staff report and make sure i'm you accurate information because there was uh, when the city council uh last considered this item um, they you know considered the idea of having either the green building code appeals go before the city council or before the planning commission and their direction was to bring it those before the city council as well Um, but let me So yeah, um, alternatives one and two in the the report to the planning commission tonight. Alternatives one and two are the same with sending appeals to either the green building regulations or the building code uh, to the planning commission instead of the board of building code appeals. Okay. But if you're looking at the attachment of what went to council, they were given those two different options because the council subcommittee uh, didn't really have a recommendation either way of what to do with the green building uh, appeals. So they said, you know, let's come back when you go to council, have both options, and council chose uh, sending the green building regulation ONES to the city council.
6: Thank you. Thank you.
7: Uh, next up is Commissioner Howard. Uh, th- thank you, Chair. And I think Commissioner Glacius has a good question. And so my follow up would be like, perhaps uh, the recommendation of the Planning Commission could be alternative to, you, which is go ahead and dissolve the building code. But say, hey, city council, if you want us to handle these appeals, we 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 got your back. If you guys want to handle the appeals, you know, we're we're not disinterested or we are interested or we want to do it or we don't want to do it. If we had a position, we might want to articulate it at this time. Um and I for one would be like, hey, I don't like to do a lot of appeals, but you guys at City Council have a have a lot on your hands. So maybe it's easier to uh, have the planning commission analyst stuff. Thanks.
0: Thank you. And I do not see any more virtual hands, so I will open the public hearing. Since you remain in a virtual setting, I will ask the public to use the virtual raise hand feature or star 9 on a telephone to indicate that they wish to speak. City staff will ask you to unmute your microphone while it is your turn to address the planning commission. City staff, do we have any members of the public wishing to speak on this item?
1: Not at this time, Chair.
0: Thank you. In that case, I will close the public hearing and I will now ask for a discussion or a motion from my colleagues. Uh, Commissioner Shukla
8: I have a, uh, I, as my understanding the building codes are also changes every like every few years they change and uh, everybody follows them like in the city for the plan checks um etc that's why we don't have many appeals because it's like more like um Is that the reason that we, uh, we, I know I read the report, so I know why we are dissolving it, but is that, um, uh, do you think it's like a a extra check on the building codes uh, that uh, it happens? Like just, just, um, this is like more like a question?
5: Yeah, so uh, I mean, the building code provides for, right, someone being able to make, uh, you know, someone has to hear an appeal, right? So the chief building official, makes determinations right at the, their interpretation of the building code and applicants may disagree and so the building code says if someone disagrees and they file an appeal it has to go somewhere and so that appeal goes to the local building code more build of local board of building code appeals or if there is not one then they go to the governing board in this case the city council so yeah they do change regularly so i would imagine as someone if someone's building lots of properties there's a lot to keep track of and stay updated on Uh, and I think you know it's a a testament to Sunnyvale staff's ability to kind of work with people and help get them to a place where their project can get approved uh, that there have been no hearings in 20 years and those instances where someone has wanted to appeal um, kind of further conversations with staff have led to those appeals being withdrawn Susan, I don't know if there's anything you'd like to add
9: no I don't have any changes to that
8: Thank you. Yeah, that's what I I, I thought that. So that's why uh, it's taken care and because the it's interpreted in different ways by different people but like how what it impacts overall. So I really appreciate that the underlying layer is really good. That's why we don't have those cases. And I don't have
2: any further question. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Commissioner Shukla. Next up is Commissioner Weiss. Thank you,
2: Chair. Um, I move alternative one. I recommend that City Council adopt the resolution to abolish the Board of Building Code Appeals, introduce an ordinance to amend San Diego Municipal Code, Chapter 1913, and various sections of Title 16, um, et cetera. Uh, thank you.
0: Uh, Commissioner Howard? Second. Thank you, Commissioner West. Your motion.
2: I uh, yes. Um, appeals come up very rarely, and obviously, if the city council feels that in the rare instances when there might be an appeal, that the council is able, with staff's help, to to resolve this, to hear it fairly. THEN I THINK WE SHOULD RECOGNIZE THE CITY COUNCIL'S WILLINGNESS TO DO SO.
0: THANK YOU. Uh, COMMISSIONER HOWARD, DO YOU WANT TO SPEAK TO YOUR SECOND? SURE. Uh, JUST THIS ONE LINE
7: IN THE REPORT, THE building, THE BBCA HAS NOT MEANT TO CONSIDER AN APPEAL IN WELL OVER 20
0: YEARS. THAT THAT'S ENOUGH FOR ME. YEP. Yeah, and I'll be supporting this motion. I don't, I think ultimately who, who gets the appeals jurisdiction is somewhat of a, is somewhat of a theoretical question. I think if a future council feels that they are overwhelmed by green building appeals at some point and watches to defer it back to, back to the planning commissioner, reinstate the building code of the board of building code appeals or something, then a future council can do that. Otherwise of counts. Otherwise, I think the previous council direction is fine and with that uh city staff please conduct a random order voice vote
1: commissioner Cerrone yes commissioner wise yes commissioner shoe yes vice chair iglesias yes commissioner howard yes chair pine yes the motion passes with six yeses and commissioner how absent
0: thank you mr carnahan just before you all move on to the next item i just wanted to let um, all of you know if you're interested
5: in members of the public interested uh, council is tentatively uh, scheduled to consider this recommendation from the planning commission at their march 21st meeting
0: thank you keeping the streak alive of every city council meeting having a planning commission recommendation i say <laughs> uh uh with that uh we will now we will now move on to our next item which is uh item 23-0139 a proposed project forward recommendations to city council for a curie park plan review to allow modification to the community develop benefits program for an approved office development planning file number two Almanor Avenue zoning is Perry Park specific plan Innovation Edge activity center overlay. Is there a staff report?
10: Yes. Good evening, planning commissioners and members of the public. We have a staff report presentation before you. The project, as you stated, is at 675 Almanor Avenue. The site is located in the Perry Park specific plan area. Next slide, please. In terms of background, the project was issued a Perry Park specific Plan review permit PPSPRP in short, uh, the planning commission reviewed the project and th- was approved by city council in 2017. The approved project was about 150,000 square feet of R&D office buildings contained in four stories at 100% far. This project also had an associated community benefits program, which included 2,500 square feet of retail and publicly accessible front yard space, which accounted for 15% FAR points of the 100% FAR project that was approved. When the project was constructed and completed in 2021, the actual building size is about 653 square feet smaller at 149,998 square feet. Next slide, please. The proposal before you tonight is from the applicant who is asking that they convert the retail space to cafeteria for employees only and remove the publicly accessible front yard space. This would require modification to the community benefits program, whereby the 15 FAR FAR Defined benefits points would be converted to flexible points, which would result in payment of a fee towards uh, of one million dollars one hundred twenty-five thousand three hundred sixty-three dollars, which is count calculated at fifty dollars fifty per square feet for the 507 square feet. That is the fifteen percent of the project, which has been adjusted to 14.94% FAR because of the building size being smaller than 100% FAR. Next slide, please. This is the site plan. You see the building um, footprint with the light yellow on the right side of the screen. The proposed change is the retail space along that Almanor frontage, which you see as a box and then the front front yard with the clouded area. Next slide, please. uh, In terms of staff recommendations, um, staff staff notes that the planning commission make a recommendation to city council to approve to make the CEQA findings and approve the PPS PRP to modify the community benefits program with the findings noted in attachment three and the amended community program as noted in attachment seven. This concludes staff presentation I'd be happy to answer any questions you have. And the applicant is going to follow with their own presentation as well. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And we have multiple questions from fellow commissioners. Uh, first up is Commissioner Weiss.
2: Thank you, Chair. For, um, COMMUNITY BENEFITS, um, A NUMBER OF THINGS ARE, are GENERALLY LISTED HERE. Um, COULD THE TERRY PARKS RIDES PROGRAM BE THE TRANSPORTATION SERVICES TO WHICH THE COMMUNITY BENEFITS FEE BE DIRECTED?
10: Yes, the Community Benefits Program includes uh, that type, those types of services, specifically the rights to PPSB area.
2: Right, but leaving it as transportation services is rather vague. Um, That's why I'm wondering if it could be directed toward the Peary Parks Rights Program, because that really is within that community
10: sure lauren do you want to i think I you just quickly add sure
11: so uh city council did select three priorities for where the fees would go and one of them was contribution to the perry park rides so that is um part of the goal for the fee
2: thank you
0: thank you commissioner weiss and next up is vice chair Glacius. Thank you, Chair. Um, and
6: also, thank you for the presentation. Um, several questions. Um, first question, if we were in 2017 and this was presented today uh, as is, as opposed to no longer having retail space and no longer having the, um, the frontage that was available for the community, what would the staff's recommendation be?
10: Shadle, did you want me to take that? Sure. Thanks,
11: Nora. So the way that the community benefits program works for the Perry Park is it's an a la carte menu. Okay. So the developer can select which points they want to cobble together to get to their FAR. Uh, so I would say that staff would be supportive of that request as well.
6: Okay. And there wouldn't be with respect to the the cost that they're paying with with the points. Uh, there There's not a, a large discrepancy of, so there's, it's not penalized. It's just an, a, an adjustment based off of like new information
11: that's correct
6: okay um second question um are there currently any tenants in that retail space
10: no there are no tenants in the entire building including retail space
6: okay and then um last question um when when i looked at the area i I did notice that there isn't a lot of options for um for food in the area i think the closest place within walking distance was a burger king that was like a nine minute walk away um I'm just curious, um, since there was, this this change has a noticing, correct? So I saw the, the noticing plan, and there was no feedback from other tenants about concerns towards, like, loss of access to any type of retail, if it was restaurant or anything like that?
10: No, we have not received any feedback from the property owners or the tenants about this proposed change in terms of the loss of of retail or restaurant or eating
0: places okay
3: thank you that's all my uh, questions thank you vice chair and next up is commissioner sroney uh thank you chair and uh thank you for the presentation uh so i'm uh uh struggling with the uh, notion that this uh uh as re- referred to elsewhere in the staff report that this request is consistent with the Peary Park specific plan the uh, specific plan mentions retail almost a hundred times and there are long descriptions of uh, of uh, the activity centers uh, both a uh, an activity center off of uh, central and then one that is a potential uh activity center right where this is um it, the uh it also describes the existing retail which is that small uh, retail strip um on Mary close to Insidal uh, park um and there you know there are long descriptions of uh you know the strategy is to design and reserve the ground floor buildings for district-serving restaurants, retail, and services, within pedestrian-oriented shop fronts. Um, lots of talk about the the restaurants. Uh, uh, all properties in a district activity center shall contribute to a connected pedestrian-oriented vehicular street along which the activity center's retail shop fronts shall face. Um, I noticed that on one of the maps, uh, pastoria, which, which, uh, you know, is connected right there is shown as a, uh, what's it called a high amenity pedestrian street. Uh, as far as I know, I haven't gone every single place in the, uh, in Perry Park, but I, uh, I'm not aware of any retail in in over these years that has been added to uh, Peary Park, um, unless you count uh, on Matilda, and uh, and uh, I'm not aware of any amenities on Pastoria. Uh, so uh, I I guess I don't understand how this could be considered consistent with the Perry Park specific plan, other than that these are. Sort of guidelines and not requirements.
11: You are correct, Commissioner Cerrone, that uh, the Perry Park Specific Plan talks about um, big goals to allow retail in this area. Certainly, there's a good workforce um, that would that would serve it, um, but retail is not required in this zoning district. So, I want to just make sure that that is clear that there are goals to encourage it, but it's not required. Um, that's where the community benefits program comes into place is that a developer can choose again from their a la carte menu, how they want to get to their FAR, um, goal of hundred percent. And so, uh, retail was originally what was, um, selected back in 2017, but the market has changed as well, um, which partially adds to the applicant's request and the applicant can speak more about their request when it's their time as well. But just wanted to um, remind you that it's not a
9: requirement of the Perry Park.
3: I see. Um, yeah, my concern of course is, uh, well, one that we are seeing the same kind of language and descriptions in the Moffitt Park specific plan. Um, and, uh, and, and I guess we all know the difficult uh, environment for retail, but it does seem like every time we have a development, we lose retail. And, uh, and that's important for the city's tax base. Um, so, um, uh, I think, uh, and I, am wondering if, uh, I know you said if this had come up originally, you know, requests to get rid of retail, if, if, uh, in the early days, whether these would have all been approved and, I, and probably they were approved. That's why we don't have any. Any retail there at 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 all, except it was there before. Um, um, The uh, and the uh, applicant's uh, justification for uh, having this cafeteria, uh, uh, I mean, is is perfectly valid. It is also a uh, perfectly valid reason for having uh, uh, retail there for the. WIDER PUBLIC uh, FOR THE EXACT SAME REASONS THEY, they uh, DESCRIBED. Um, THE uh, PROPOSED CAFETERIA IS LARGER THAN THE 2,500 SQUARE FEET IN THIS BUILDING. IS THAT, uh, AND MAYBE THIS IS FOR THE APPLICANT, SO THAT CAFETERIA is, WILL BE ELSEWHERE?
12: The, the, the cafeteria added uh, po- uh,
0: sorry we we can't take oh, responses from the sorry. applicant at this time you we, we, we will have time there will be time for commissioner questions to the applicant well, later, later in this yeah. hearing.
10: Yes, mm-hmm. it would to your question, um, commissioner Soroni, uh, I believe that would be the case and the applicant could clarify uh, specifically to that enlargement
5: area.
3: Right, right, um, and uh, well, I have a question, and, and and maybe the applicant will have to answer it later. But uh, uh, the is the because uh, there's reference to the you know we'll get all the sales tax anyway from the from the cafeteria. Is the cafeteria food subsidized, and is the sales tax based on the non subsidized COST OR THE SUBSIDIZED COSTS SO UM I'LL UH LEAVE IT THERE FOR NOW THANK YOU THANK YOU NEXT UP IS COMMISSIONER HOWARD
7: THANK YOU CHAIR uh, MY FIRST QUESTION IS DOES THIS ARRANGEMENT IF WE AGREE TO IT UH PRECLUDE FUTURE USES RETAIL UH IF SOMEWHERE DOWN THE ROAD uh, a PROPERTY OWNER SAYS OH YOU KNOW WHAT THIS CAFETERIA SPACE WE'D REALLY LIKE TO OPEN IT UP AS A RESTAURANT would they still be permitted to do that?
10: Yes, we could consider retail through the Perry Park specific plan review permit process to allow change of use from the office R and D to a retail space. So
7: it'd be a, a use future. permit
10: similar to a use permit, yes.
7: Okay, cool. Um are there other restaurant sites that we anticipate could be opening in the Prairie Park area? I know we approved some retail over at Mary. I think. And if, if you guys don't have that answer on hand,
10: I believe not, Lauren. Do you? Are you aware? I'm not aware of any, Mr. Howard.
7: Okay. It, it it would be nice. Um, and then uh, that's a question for the applicant. Okay, that's all. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Next up is Commissioner Shukla.
8: Thank you, Chair. Um, I have a question for the staff uh, about the community benefits program. Um, Is that do we allow? uh, uh, I mean, of course, we are allowing, but uh, is there a way? Do we have any protocol that how many times we allow them to change uh, their their points or they can change their points? I mean, this is uh, the Uh, you know, when they have got extra FAR, so they have chosen certain things to do and the market doesn't support or their their use changes. So uh, like we are allowing them to change that. And of course we benefit along with them too. Uh, So I had a question that, do we know that how many times we allow the developers to change their points because FR is already done. So, Uh, it's just—is uh, it built into the community benefits program?
11: It is not, Commissioner Shukla. And um, Sean, are you aware of any other times um, we've modified a community benefit? I haven't in Perry Park. This might be the first.
4: Yeah, I'm not. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not aware of any either. Um, this might be the first one that we have done i have, haven't had to do.
8: Thank you. Because we will have many situations like that uh, when we build more Moffitt Park. And um, uh, certain things we cannot change because they are they're already, FAR is already in the built-up area. Uh, for example, the one building we just um, approved on Matilda. Uh, so we have given them the extra floor space, the one story, and then they want to change something. So it's like extra. I mean, I'm just kind of, um, I just think it's a good idea to built in, uh, to like think about it if the market changes. Uh, so the community benefits, it's it's always good to, uh, when city of Sunnyvale benefits one way, but I think it's a good to have some ways that if they want to change later on, what can they do? If the whole space is, um, can they use it for public place or something? I mean, I'm just, giving this thinking ahead that it can occur um, but i think it's a good i i i think um, i i i understand that but um, um, but that's it that's the question i had that maybe we should think about it ahead or but that's that's it thank you that's it thank you that, that's thank you. that's it yeah
0: Uh, Thank you. Uh, Next is Commissioner Howard. Thanks again,
7: Chair. Uh, So my question is, back in 2017, we wanted to get these FAR points. So we said we'll do a retail space. And then 2023, we're going to say, oh, no, we're going to pay a million bucks to take out the realtor space to make up for the FAR points. Could they have, if 2017 had been a similar economic situation or whatever, similar decision-making, could they have simply gotten the FAR points by paying a million bucks back then? Or is it like a case where like, no, 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 you've got to kind of launder it through this uh, this retail space and then you can pay to have it taken off? Uh, could they have just paid us the money up front?
11: They could have, yes.
7: Okay. And it would have been the same rate?
11: Uh, no, the fee, the rate went up. So All right. the fee was adjusted just based on the current economic situation. I think it was like
0: $30 per square feet.
7: Dang old inflation, man. All right. Thank you so much that's
0: all I got. Thank you. And, uh, this one, I probably should have noted in advance. So it's okay if you don't know this. So it's okay if you don't have this ready, but just has there been any buzz about redevelopment on the property immediately east of this one on Almanor. And the reason I ask that is I walked, I walked this area on Sunday, yesterday evening, and I noticed there's actually a SUBSTANTIAL SIDEWALK GAP IMMEDIATELY TO THE EAST OF THIS PROPERTY. AND I WAS JUST THINKING ABOUT HOW WE'RE TALKING ABOUT WALKABLE RETAIL AND IF YOU'RE APPROACHING FROM FROM MATILDA, THIS IS ACTUALLY NOT A VERY WALKABLE SITE, BUT IT'S NOT BECAUSE OF THE SITE CONDITIONS, IT'S BECAUSE OF THE CONDITIONS IMMEDIATELY TO THE EAST.
11: I HAVE NOT HEARD ANY BUZZ ABOUT THAT PROPERTY THERE. Um, I don't know if you all know, but Perry Park specific plan is almost built out in terms of square footage that yeah. was put into the original plan area. So there's been discussion over the years about maybe cracking open the Perry Park specific plan again and restudying it. So that might open up more options. And back to Commissioner Shukla's comment about maybe putting a cap on um, the number of times that you modify a community benefits um, program, that might be something. That can be discussed in the future as well, but nope buzz that I've heard.
10: Sean, I don't know if you've heard anything different.
4: Uh, I have not.
10: And to add to uh, to add to yours, uh, query that site did have a higher FAR project approved earlier. I think in the mid 2020s, uh, but they the ABOT, um, who is the owner of the property, did not go forward with the with the added FAR or a new building as proposed.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I remember we had the uh, GPI slash SPI on Peary Park a few months ago that touched on some of those issues with the CAP. Uh yeah, just it was just something that was on my mind because Right now, this is only really walkable from the, from either the Mary side or like going down Pastore or Palomar unless you enjoy walking on the street, which was fine on a Sunday night, but is probably less fine, you know, middle of the during the day when people are coming, coming and going from work. Uh, with that, I, I will open the public hearing and we will be and we're going to start with their with the applicant presentation. Uh, applicant, you will have a maximum of 10 minutes for opening comments and then any questions from commissioners. And then we will go to members of the public. And then after we hear from members of the public, you'll have five minutes for closing comments. Please proceed.
13: Good, good evening. Uh, my name is Derek Larson, and uh, I represent the project applicant, Dollinger Properties. And uh, I'll be presenting tonight with a uh, po po and uh, Aaron uh, Guzman from uh, synopsis uh, and our, our project address just like was just discussed uh, 675 Almanor Avenue in Perry Park uh, right right south of 101 right north uh, immediately north of Pathline Park that uh, synopsis has been uh, setting up a campus there and synopsis actually just recently announced that 675 almanor will be their uh, corporate headquarters after uh it was in Mountain View for 35 years. So this is big news for our site and big news for Sunnyville that we're real excited about. Uh, next slide. Uh, I, I highlighted our site area here in Teal, um, right below Highway 101 there. Uh, and then Pathline Park is uh, immediately below our project. Uh, the Synopsis Campus is highlighted in uh, purple and speaking about walkability, uh, the cafeteria is actually going to be uh, double the square footage of what that retail requirement was. I think it's going to be about 5,300 square feet. And we're going to, that cafeteria will be serving uh, the, the buildings. Uh, there's four buildings total, which will be over 500 square feet. And Synopsis is uh, anticipating staffing uh, over 2,400 employees uh, at these buildings, uh, and so that the cafeteria is going to be taking a lot of, uh, vehicular traffic off the surface streets, uh, and giving people an option to eat, uh, in that immediate area. And back in 2017, the retail environment was dramatically different. Um, uh, and it was unknown which tenants would be at these buildings, you know, would one retail 2,500 square foot coffee shop, you know, be serving these four buildings uh, or is it one tenant, uh, you know, that, that's still meeting that intent? Um, next slide. There's some photos of uh, our completed project, uh, you know, as was mentioned earlier, is entitled in 2017. The economic climate then was a lot different. Um, we, we also develop uh, retail shopping centers. In fact, uh, we have another project that we have been um, trying to lease uh, 80,000 square feet uh, of retail, and we have only have two tenants: uh, a city sport, habit burger, and um, you know Chipotle, for example, has been on the fence for three years. Uh, the the retail climate is, is pretty stale, uh, and there's a lot of headwinds uh, trying to get lease assigned. In uh, synopsis, has uh, leased the entire building for 15 plus years. Uh, next slide. And so, uh, what, we're, what we're requesting approval for is to convert the 15 defined community benefit points, which is 2,500 square feet of publicly accessible retail and five points for orientating that retail towards the public open space. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, because of the use of the building being Synopsys's headquarters, uh, and security is such a priority. Uh, we can't have give the public access to the building. And because of that, uh, you know, we, we'd like to purchase the flexible community benefit points, which is just over $1.1 million. And uh, as to reiterate, the, the one of the questions that was asked earlier, the current rate of $50 is significantly higher, almost double what it would have been five years ago in we've had the building the whole time and without a tenant. Um, so, you know, hindsight is 2020. 20, 20. Uh, next slide. And, and so what I wanted to do here is just, you know, present some of the information about what we're doing. You know, Sunnyville is still gonna, going to get uh, a retail use in the building. That's gonna serve the adjacent uh, buildings across the street which uh, is going to generate sales tax revenue it, it's going to remove uh, a significant number of daytime trips and uh, we're going to be paying you know over 1.1 million dollars to the uh, community benefits fund. Uh, the cafeteria you know isn't a cafeteria that you might find at a, a hospital or something like that you know it's a high-end gourmet cafeteria with Multiple stations, uh, and you'll see that on the next slide. But the, there's something for just about anybody. If you're working across the street or at this building, you know, you, you're not going to need to to look elsewhere uh, to go sit in traffic, to drive, uh, to find food. Um, and, and now um, Popal or Popopal from uh, Synopsis is going to talk a little bit about the significance uh, in why uh, security is so important here at their corporate headquarters. Uh,
12: Next slide. Thank you. Um, So um, just want to give everyone uh, some background from a perspective of workplace resources and real estate. Um, So the second, third and fourth floor, those are mostly just office spaces, cubicles, um, uh, offices, meeting rooms and whatnot. On the first floor, there's some unique spaces. Um, the blank area on the upper right-hand corner of the building—that's where the uh, retail space is located. Uh, right below that, that's our executive briefing center, where we invite um, uh, executives from all other companies from all over the world to, um, you know, to meet with us. The purple area is the cafeteria, um, which will serve this building. We also have some. Uh, R&D labs uh, in, the, in the center uh, to the left. Um, when we moved our uh, headquarters from Mountain View to this building, we lost about 20,000 square feet. Uh, so um, the space is very critical to us. We'd like to be able to use as much of the space as possible. We're kind of crammed, to tell you the truth. Um, but uh, in general, as you can see, the first floor does have some sensitive areas. Uh, WHICH WE WOULD, um, YOU KNOW, uh, LIKE TO PROTECT AS WELL. SO THE COMBINATION OF SPACE BEING CRAMPED AND SOME sort OF AREAS IN THE FIRST FLOOR IS WHAT'S DRIVING THIS REQUEST. AND I COULD PASS ON TO uh, MY COLLEAGUE, ERIN GUZMAN.
9: HELLO. YES. Uh, NEXT SLIDE, THANKS. CAN YOU HEAR ME again? OKAY? fantastic well um thank you chair pine and commissioners i really appreciate your um you know, service to the city of sunnyville uh, my name is Erin. i have been with synopsis for oh my gosh this year it's going to be 25 years someone pointed it out to me uh and also doing a lot with our uh, work directly in the community so i've had the great fortune of just for years you know we've, we've We've had um, employees on different boards um, locally. Um, I was personally on the board of the Chamber of Commerce at one point. Um, you know, we we have um, hosted in our what was our SUNNYVILLE campus? Um, gosh. Huh linkedin's there now but one of our buildings uh, are red and barry where the restaurants are um across from there we used to host uh, you know so many different organizations including leadership sunnyvale and um you know we we are uh we like to say we you know appreciate all the work that uh, marie uh bernard is doing with um sunnyville community services just in general, you know, we, we really appreciate the communities that we work in. We've also done some work with um, you know, the, um, the foundation for um, you know, in Sunnyvale schools. So just, yeah, we have, a, we have a lot of employees who live in the area, and um, I do think it seems small, but it, it is big and a big deal for the company to be moving our headquarters as well um, and yeah, again, I think you know it's been nice to Synopsis celebrated its 35th anniversary last year, and you know we've we've always appreciated being in the communities and engaging where we uh, live and operate. So I don't really have much else there. Happy to share, but in general, you know we we look forward to being in Sunnyvale even more.
13: Thank you, Aaron. Uh, and I believe that uh, concludes our, our presentation.
0: Thank you. And if uh, commissioners have questions for the applicant, uh, please uh, raise your virtual hand. Seeing none, I think a couple of you said you had questions for the applicant earlier. So, uh, but. Uh, I uh, ask yes, Commissioner Howard. I, uh, I'll start off with answering a
7: question that I posed earlier about other retail opportunities in the Perry Park. And what I did is I found found that in the Pathline Park, which is adjacent down Mary, we did approve in 2017 in April. Uh, there's community amenities. There's two buildings along Mary near Benicia. And it looks like they're built. They're just not leased out yet. So there is some retail opportunity that has been built out that hasn't been leased in this possibly in a better location. Sorry for that aside. Uh, the question that I had for the applicant was, uh, how is the public going to be kept out of the yard there? Thank you.
13: So, so um, the open space uh, easement uh, that is in place currently on the project site is actually not going to be altered uh, by this. The uh, square footage requirement is, is met, and uh, remaining from my understanding, unless uh, staff could you could you correct me, are are we quit claiming that entire easement?
10: That would be my understanding with the amendment okay. proposed.
13: Yeah. So 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 right now there's a there's a, an easement in place that would just be quick claimed.
7: So it might be, it's just going to be there and a member of the public could potentially go up there. And if that became an issue, like a security guard be like, Hey, sorry, this is private property. You got to, you got to head out, but it's, it's not like we're putting up a big wall around the the thing.
13: Yeah. No, no new physical barriers. Uh, You know, it it would just be quit claiming the easement. Thank you for that answer. That's all I got.
3: Thank you. Commissioner Sroni. Uh, thank you, Chair. I, I I just had the question earlier: Is the uh, cafeteria food subsidized, and what is the impact on sales tax by doing that?
12: It it's uh it's not completely subsidized. There's there is a, a discount for employees, a small discount, and and the taxes are on the um, subsidized value. Um. Uh,
3: uh thank you. I just uh something I'm curious about is the hitchethi aqueduct under this uh building.
13: No, it, it it's immediately behind the building.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well the, right, that's what I meant. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And I was just curious, uh I you mentioned early in the presentation a retail project that was failing to find uh tenants. Uh could you share with us like where this is? If I don't necessarily need to know a specific location, but just like, is it like, is it kind of similarly situated where it's surrounded by office, or is it like closer to residential, closer to a broader commercial area?
13: Was that? It, a it, oh, sorry. Was that a question to the applicant? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. So the the project that I mentioned that we're we're having a lot, we're struggling with is uh, downtown Hayward. When we built, it's a podium project, 474 apartments above 80,000 square feet of retail. And um, it's really tough. The same kind of conversations with planning there where, you know, an urgent care clinic wants to move in. But that's not what, you know, planning wants. They want retail. And and every use you could think of that isn't retail is looking at leasing retail space, even office space. um, You know, just the conditions have changed a lot uh, through COVID the the retail um, you know the typical three thousand square foot buildings now people want smaller because a lot of uh, food is ordered into uh, go so you don't have like at quick serve uh, a need for as much indoor seating a lot of people order their food and it gets either delivered to them or um, a big trend that we haven't actually done yet but we're getting a lot of requests on from national uh, chains is is drive through uh, it seems to be the next wave, which it, you know, again goes against reducing trips and walking. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh that
0: yeah, that was actually a very useful response for quite a lot of things going forward. Uh also uh, in the discussion at the easement, just to just for my own peace of mind, that doesn't apply to the sidewalk, right? There's nothing that's gonna impede sidewalk access.
13: Oh. The, the there's there's multiple easements there's a street dedication easement uh that includes the sidewalk but the quick claim uh would be the open space easement yeah that that's what i thought just wanted to be clear on that
0: i don't see any other questions so with that i will go co- to members of the public, uh, since you remain in a virtual setting, I will ask the public to use the virtual raise hand feature or star nine on a telephone to indicate that they wish to speak. City staff will ask you to unmute your microphone when it is your turn to address the planning commission. City staff, do I have any members of the public wishing to speak on this item?
1: None at this time, Chair.
0: Thank you. Uh, in that case, we will go to closing comments. If you have any, uh, you will applicant, you are welcome to have... Five minutes for any closing comments you might have. You do not have to. You do not have to use this time if you don't have
13: anything more.
9: I don't have anything. But thank you,
13: uh, Yeah. Thank you. I don't have anything else myself either. Yep. Yep. That's Thanks. Yep. Thank you.
0: IN THAT CASE, I WILL CLOSE THE PUBLIC HEARING AND BRING IT BACK TO OUR VIRTUAL DAIS FOR DISCUSSION OR A MOTION FROM MY COLLEAGUES. Uh, COMMISSIONER HOWARD.
7: Uh, CHAIR, I'D LIKE TO DEFER TO COMMISSIONER SHUKLA JUST BECAUSE I'VE MADE
0: ENOUGH MOTIONS TONIGHT. Okay, uh, COMMISSIONER SHUKLA. Um.
8: Well, I just wanted to say I'm going to support this um, um, uh, this alternative uh, which staff recommends, and I really appreciate the staff, uh, the applicant, uh, for bringing the the whole uh, new new headquarters and the you know the established company in our city. We would love to have them and um, um, enhance our community. So I'll be just supporting. That's what I want to just say. It. Thank you.
0: Uh, THANK YOU. COMMISSIONER STERNEY? COMMISSIONER
3: STERNEY, YOU ARE MUTED. Uh, I JUST HAD A QUESTION ABOUT THIS uh, COMMUNITY BENEFITS FEE. THIS JUST GOES INTO A GENERAL FUND KIND OF THING, RIGHT? For uh, IT CAN'T BE TARGETED TO uh, ANYTHING. FOR EXAMPLE, IT COULDN'T BE USED TO SUBSIDIZE RETAIL ELSEWHERE, uh, AS AN EXAMPLE. Is that true?
11: It actually goes towards uh, the Perry Park Community Benefits Fund. It's a specific fund that's targeted towards uh, three different city council goals. Uh, One of them being the Perry Park rides. Uh, The second is for the Civic Center upgrades and then fire station upgrades. So that was um, what the fee is supposed to be targeted towards.
3: I see. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Howard. Thank you, Chair. Commissioner Shukla, were you moving?
7: Um, were you making a motion of uh, for alternative one?
0: The chair was inclined to inquire something similar, but was prepared to wait for the first round of hands. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go
7: through and I'll restate the the thing that I had commented earlier uh, on the applicant's time. BECAUSE uh, THIS RING A BELL EARLY IN MY TENURE IN THE PLANNING COMMISSION, APRIL 10th, 2017, FILE 17-0278, AND IT WAS CALLED THE PATHLINE, I THINK, AND I DUG UP THIS, I, I, I DUG UP THE FILE, YOU CAN FIND 17-0278 OVER ON LEGISTAR. We're all familiar with that and there's this nice map that shows uh, down Mary there's amenity A and amenity B and there's a smaller little amenity C over towards Maud Avenue um, and they had they spelled it out 2500 five thousand square feet and hundred thousand square feet of pedestrian or into blah 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 blah. So there this stuff and I can see on Street View that it's built. So we have built elsewhere in PERRY Park and I would say in a better location for walkability, Um, retail spaces that could be activated if there was sufficient demand and market uh, stuff that they haven't been opened up uh, is an indication that, yes, there's a lack of demand in here. Um, But I'm I'm glad that those things are there because this area is underserved by restaurants. And if I was working in Peary Park, I would appreciate being able to walk around Peary Park and get to the restaurant. Um, And as a resident of a nearby neighborhood, I noticed that people have to drive over to say uh Maud, and then they for, for lunch, they park in the bike lane, uh, which is not the fault of the, the Peary park people, but it, it, it kind of underscores like pushing the auto dependence. So does that, do I think this applicant is on the hook to provide us with a restaurant in a neighborhood where there is not enough demand for restaurants at this point? Um, No, but I think it's generally desirable in Peary Park if it could provide some of its own dining opportunities. And I appreciate that this doesn't preclude them from potentially doing dining activities um, at another time. So that's all I got to say about this. And I too would support a motion to uh, approve the staff recommendation. Thank you. Thank
6: you. uh, Vice Chair Iglesias. I'm chair I'm ready to make a motion if there is not one that has already been made go right ahead all right um, I move uh, the staff recommendation alternative one that meets the CEQA findings and to approve the PPS PRP to modify the community benefits Um, and that was in attachment three and the amended community benefits program in attachment seven thank you Mr. Shukla I'll second the
0: motion Thank you commissioner uh, vice chair to your to your motion
6: uh thank you yeah I think that it I think that this is a, a great thing for the city of Sunnyville I think bringing over synopsis headquarters is fantastic uh, for the city of Sunnyville uh, to be completely honest I, I wish that um, the that cafeteria that you've spoken about that sounds fantastic that you said that that you said that anyone could find something and well that anyone really has to work at synopsis so it's not fully anyone but I also realize that that's that is the environment that's needed there, and I and I do support that. And so, I think that um, very forthcoming and willing to pay the additional fee, which is also not within our control here. But it, I think that it, this is a very easy one to support. Thank you, Commissioner Schlueter.
0: Do you want to say anything more to, you, to your second?
8: Yes, I would. I would say that um, uh, the the number of employees synopsis will hire, and those people will have benefits to have variety of foods. Uh, and I think the way uh, right, I I am very happy about it because right now there are a lot of uh, headquarters. They have reduced their eating facility for their employees. So I'm very happy that they're continuing the uh, keeping the same trend and helping the employees so even though it's not going to be helpful for our, our residents around it and that is due to the location issues and other issues but at least um i'm very happy that this they are increased uh, they are going to have uh, all their employees from other three buildings come and eat there so i i would definitely that's why i'm excited to support it thank you
0: thank you and i'll be supporting this motion i i do echo some of like other commissioners concerns about the general lack of retail in Puri park but i do think given the location i do think that this will that this will be a good use i echo the previous i echo the previous comments about how nice this cafeteria is going to be for the employees i do note that this I do note apropos of my previous comments that the actual synopsis parts of this area are are quite walkable my walkability my walkability concerns are once you start heading away from the synopsis areas and heading towards Matilda which would not actually be a concern for accessing this cafeteria and I'm glad to hear Commissioner Howard's comments about other retail that has opened or at least been planned to open in on mary AND possibly a more friendly area for for pedestrians and cyclists uh, with uh
3: commissioner surney uh thank you chair yeah i will uh, also uh support uh support this I, I was glad to hear there were that other retail opportunities had opened um it, it's unfortunate that we are in this environment of declining retail and there isn't much we can do to uh, uh, we just have to you know watch it go away and and suffer the consequences in terms of our tax base our amenities and vehicle miles uh, travel but uh, just l- looking at this in isolation uh, synopsis is a is a good neighbor and their request certainly from their viewpoint is perfectly reasonable and you uh, and at least for their employees will uh provide a, a walkable uh environment where they don't need to uh, drive uh to get lunch so uh you know i uh, i think there's there's no reason to penalize them for an environment that we're all living in i, I think as a as a side comment it's a it IT'S A LITTLE DISINGENUOUS FOR US TO PRETEND THAT uh, WE'RE GOING TO BE SEEING RETAIL IN uh, Moffat PARK OR VILLAGE CENTERS OR uh, ANY NEW DEVELOPMENT uh, IN THIS ENVIRONMENT. BUT THAT'S REALLY NOT RELATED TO THIS uh, AGENDA ITEM. SO AS I SAY, I'LL BE SUPPORTING. You. THANK YOU. THANK YOU. NEXT UP IS COMMISSIONER WEISS.
2: THANK YOU, CHAIR. YES, I'LL BE SUPPORTING THE MOTION AS WELL. Um, The change makes a lot of sense to me. I can understand that for security reasons. This needs to be a cafeteria open only to employees for three meals a day. So, yes, the employees can put in a lot of hours. It it gives me a great pleasure to look at the completed building because I remember when it first came to us um, and and it turned out magnificently. So I'm pleased to have this building in Sunnyville and I'm pleased that it will be Synopsis headquarters.
0: Thank you. With that, uh City Staff, could we please have a, a random order of voice vote on Alternative One? Yes.
1: yes. Chair Pine? Yes. Commissioner Howard? Yes. Commissioner Shukla? Yes. Commissioner Sroni? Yes. Vice Chair Iglesias? yes? Yes. Commissioner Wise? Yes. The motion passes with six yeses and Commissioner Howe absent.
0: Thank you. And uh, when does this one go to Council?
1: On oh, March 14th,
11: right, Sean?
0: That's correct. Thanks, North. <laughs> Thank you. And with that, that concludes our that concludes our public hearing item. So we'll go to non-agenda items and comments. Uh, First up, uh, Commissioner comments, since you're in a virtual setting, I will ask my colleagues to use the virtual raised hand feature to indicate that they wish to speak. Do you have any non-agenda items or comments from commissioners? Commissioner
7: Howard. Just happy Valentine's Day, and I wanted, I, I thought it was noteworthy that the um, project we just approved is going before the planning commission just for Valentine's Day, and I'll go over to the city council just in time for St. Patrick's Day. I hope uh, when if they get their approvals, they they meet with their things. They they have a nice uh, little celebration uh, to enjoy.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Weiss.
2: Thank you. Um, I wanted to thank uh, Sean for sending out the information on the housing element. When I read it over, I could understand why he said it's complicated. Yes. Um. I WON'T I WON'T MAKE ANY OTHER COMMENTS THAN THAT BUT I I DO APPRECIATE you GETTING IT TO US IN SUCH A TIMELY FASHION THANK YOU YOU, you HAVE YOUR WORK CUT OUT FOR YOU DON'T YOU
3: <laughs> YOU'RE WELCOME
0: <laughs> YEAH I I WILL SECOND WHAT COMMISSIONER Weiss JUST SAID IT IT WAS IT WAS VERY MUCH APPRECIATED I DIDN'T READ THROUGH ALL OF THE LINKS GIVEN THE TIME CONSTRAINTS AND Given I had a bunch of stuff to do at my day job today, but I, I do think that I did find it very useful. I will just note for any members of the public listening that there will be a city council meeting relevant to this on March 14th. So if members of the public are interested, they should show up to that. City staff, do you have any non-agenda items or comments?
4: Uh, sure. Uh, thank you, uh, Chair Pine. Just a couple items. Um, one, um, which we kind of went over already, is the uh, March 14th meeting. Um, the council will be looking, uh, <laughs> sorry, um, will be uh, listening to the uh, uh, information on the housing element update. Um, AND TALKING ABOUT um, KIND OF STATUS uh, COMMENTS FROM the, uh, THE DEPARTMENT OF HOUSING AND COMMUNITY DEVELOPMENT uh, WITH THE STATE AND KIND OF um, SOME LINGERING ISSUES THAT STILL NEED TO BE RESOLVED AND SOME OF THOSE MIGHT BE uh, ALSO ADDRESSING DENSITY in VILLAGE CENTERS um, AND THEN THERE WILL ALSO BE ANOTHER HOUSING ELEMENT um, ITEM ON MARCH 21ST WHICH IS THE ANNUAL PROGRESS REPORT. AND THAT WILL ALSO BE AT COUNCIL ON uh, MARCH 21ST. Um, AND THAT WILL KIND OF GIVE YOU AN UPDATE ON WHAT'S GOING ON WITH THE HOUSING ELEMENT. Uh, IF ANY MEMBERS FROM THE PUBLIC HAVE ANY QUESTIONS ABOUT THAT, um, YOU CAN EASILY GO TO OUR WEBSITE AND DO THE SEARCH BAR UP AT THE TOP AND JUST TYPE IN HOUSING ELEMENT UPDATE AND THAT WILL TAKE YOU TO THE WEB PAGE WITH ALL THE INFORMATION. And then um, just one other point of clarification from the January 23rd planning commission minutes, Um, commissioner Shukla on on page three of those minutes, uh, commissioner Shukla confirmed uh, with uh, Jeff, senior planner, Jeff Buchetta, that vehicle repair facilities with auto dealerships are not permitted in mixed use zoning districts. And that this operation is considered under a different land use classification. The definition in uh, Sunny, Sunnyvale Municipal Code Section 191202020 says auto sales or rental means any use of a building or property for which the display, sales, or rental of new or used automobiles, trucks, vans, trailers, or recreational vehicles may and may include warranty, repair work, or repair services. Uh, Jeff missp- misspoken neglected to mention. The highlighted part because he didn't have the definition in front of him at the time. So we just wanted to add that clarification that those um, services would be allowed. And that concludes staff's comments. And sorry
12: for the squawk.
0: Yours. <laughs> <No worries. laughs> yeah. Thank you. And uh, I I believe uh, comm- I, uh, at the council meeting, uh, Trudy Ryan mentioned that there was that staff was looking at at like just kind of some greater scope looking at the the entire zoning section relating to auto stuff because it's kind of worded confusingly. Uh, Is that does is there any timeline whatsoever on when we might be hearing that or is that still very much in the kind of laying the groundwork stages?
4: Um, I think it's in the uh just we're looking into it right now um the initial uh request or i come in from an applicant um they just haven't submitted an application yet um it dealt mainly with the, the auto showrooms which are you know kind of a thing from the from the 50s and kind of coming back uh, with electric cars like tesla and stuff like that so um that's a concept that's not in our zoning code anymore um, SO THAT'S SOMETHING THAT WE'RE GOING TO LOOK INTO A LITTLE BIT MORE, um, BUT it's uh, IT HASN'T KIND OF MOVED FORWARD YET WITHOUT um, an, AN APPLICATION COMING IN.
0: THANK YOU. THAT WAS JUST SOMETHING I TALKED A LITTLE TO TRUDY ABOUT AFTER THAT COUNCIL MEETING. Gotcha. Uh, WITH THAT, uh, THAT BRINGS US TO ADJOURNMENT. Uh, THIS MEETING IS ADJOURNED AT 8.13 P.M. AND I'D LIKE TO THANK EVERYBODY FOR YOUR PARTICIPATION IN TONIGHT'S MEETING.